Welcome to Dad Meat. It's your it's your fucking boys, the Rain Train. And dude, I I'm claiming my new title as the the workhorse of podcasting. You're the king of the cast this week. I'm I'm, the, I'm a fucking Iron Man when it comes to podcasting. Don't forget it, dude. You were doing tantric podcasting. <laughs> I, I probably did. I probably did like twenty twenty five hours of podcast last week, and I loved every second of it. Did Twitch streams, dude? It's no big deal. I feel like I have unlimited energy. This may this may be a manic episode. You were born with a microphone in your face, man. So deal with it. I'm I might be too powerful. I'm sorry about that. Um and just before we before we get anything started, I have to shout out a dude on Twitch. Uh my boy fucking Rage of Hades. Blessed bless the Twitch stream and it's I mean it's never gonna be the same. The dude fucking gifted I, I it's an obscene number of subscriptions to Twitch. And he, he dropped in the channel and just donated them out of nowhere. I mean, my life is different now. Gary I, Glitters Hay is probably still playing. Ga- Gary, dude, <laughs> Rock and Roll Part 2 looped 300 times. Well, yeah, that's how many it was. He, looped, he made Gary Glitter play 300 times in notifications on my Twitch. Rage of Hades, dude. This, I mean, I celebrate you. Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. Anyway, I want to introduce our guest, uh, which I don't, I don't typically do like formal like introductions. But I, I do want to take a second to put some respect on our guest because uh, if anyone, if you've ever done comedy in Philadelphia, you've come across John Kensel. He's been around forever. He's seen everything that there is to see. And uh, every rape, every single rape, every, dude, every, yes. every improv, every improv ra- fingering. He actually started me too. That's how, that's how <laughs> yes, deep this yes. dude goes. I'm on Friendster. But <laughs> John, you're the fucking man because... You've I've never seen you once either ask someone for anything or uh, be unkind in any way. No, on, on top of being super fucking uh, funny. That's uh, all I wanted to say. Sorry, it's funny in Philly. There's a so many funny and guys. just a horrific Philadelphia accent. Oh, I, I don't, you, you don't think you, you don't think you have one until yeah. you go somewhere else. Like when we're in California, mm-hmm. uh, hot dog, water. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? I'm gonna hoagie out here. The hoagies aren't real. Yeah, uh, the, the most role, people don't realize they, they don't realize you have a Philadelphia accent until you're arguing with a stewardess. Oh, flight <laughs> attendant. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, our engineer here tonight, he lived out there. I, when I was out there, I finally talked slower instead of three word clips and saying "ooh" all ooh. Um, but I went to use a. Uh, this is one of the internet cafes. You can rent a computer for five. This bucks. is on the West Coast. Yes. Yeah. And I go, hi. I want to rent a computer for half an hour. And the guy goes. Bustleton, <laughs> and here this guy was from Philadelphia too, but eventually you know like how Madonna has the fake British accent because she lives over there. Well, I, you talk slower, talk T A W K. But uh, when I came back, I go to the dining car restaurant, and the waitress is like, "You guys ready to order?" Oh, look who's gay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was to California, right? And uh, but it's uh, it's funny, like, you know, Philadelphia is a good breeding ground for original, neat comedians. I th- dude, I think it's never been more true. Well, it's uh, never been more apparent. Like, but uh, like, like when I started, it was like uh, Paul F. Tompkins and Todd Glass, and then uh, then 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 it was Big Jay Okers and then Kurt Metzger and and, and Mike Vecchione and who else am I leaving out of there? Joe DeRosa and uh, and uh, I went through like all these generations of comedians, and uh, here I am driving a prop comic to a. VFW halls in the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Fuck, dude. On weekends, right? But I'm sorry, it's it's still fun. But it's not like a. It's funny. I, I, sometimes when I tell people that, oh yeah, I pull up Tompkins and they're, they're well known established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here I am, like, oh, like, 
my nephew went to school at John Mulaney in Georgetown. Good friends. They were at, in each other's weddings. And went to I, rehab together? Yeah, all right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Party and I, does he still dating Olivia Mum now? God bless him, Like man. the day he got divorced? Yeah. 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 That's the move, dude, man. Bless up, John yeah. Mulaney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. So, so I went to the wedding, and Mulaney was there. And I'm sitting there, and they're asking, people are asking, hey, I saw you on Conan last week. And I'm, I'm like, uh, I did a... Uh, <laughs> You know, dog rescue benefit <laughs> <laughs> in a freaking Burlington, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guarantee people are like, "Well, why don't why do you how why don't you just beg Paul F. Tompkins for things?" Oh, uh, oh, you know, you know, you know but I, that's what I that's what I respect. It's funny. Me. I know a comp. There's, there's a was a well known guitar act from the area who went to L. A. for a while, and he, he he knew Paul, but not best buddies. And when we went to L. A., the first thing he said to him was, "What can you do for me?" And I don't think Paul liked it that much. Like, yeah, no one would like well, I'm that. I'm trying to struggle out here. <laughs> I would kill someone. <laughs> John, you were the first person who I found funny that I saw when I started doing comedy oh. that was kind to me. Oh. And when, when Tim had mentioned that, I can't ever remember you saying anything bad about anybody. And also, like, you're somebody who's unanimously respected. And oh. I think that's very hard to come by. Oh, Are you aware of that? Yeah, to be honest, it, it might sound egotistical if I say, yeah. But because um, I saw people acting like dickheads. To other people, and you you don't think so, but man, there's but no, but there's people in the comedy world. It's weird if they can't succeed in comedy, they'll they want to be uh, they'll become bookers, mm-hmm. and they're just vicious. Yep, uh, uh, it, it's crazy, and it's funny. I, I'll ask a, a comic, "Hey, you know so and so?" And they go, "We don't mention his name around here because they're fighting." Uh, I'm like, "What? How, well, you're fighting over a comedy show? No one gives a it's shit." It's embarrassing. Um, no, Truly humiliating stuff. Oh, you know, Mike and the Mayo did a nice group that was it called the Comics for Comedians for a Cause. Yeah, I mean, and it, if you had a cause, it would put a free comedy show on to raise funds for it. And uh, this came up on, on my Facebook memories. And you remember this at a what was the Irish Bar in Finnegan's Wake? Yeah, it was in the basement of Finnegan's Wake. Because the room probably held a couple hundred people. Well, we do it. It was a for a cat rescue. Yeah, and the show was all filled. They with were cat, the worst. It was all cat ladies. But in the back was about 12 girls who were really hot. All right? Hell yeah. So we do the show, and I, I brought my Pussy sound. everywhere. Oh, my, exactly. <laughs> it was all cat, lady, cat women. They look like cat women. And uh, it was so funny because I go to Mayo. Uh, Joe, go up and tell the crowd we're going to start the show in five minutes to get them ready and begin. And that's what you're supposed to say. Hey, everybody, let's have a good time. We're going to start the show in five minutes. Have a good time. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Mayo goes up and says this. <laughs> Yo, eh. If any of you's got to blow a shit or change a blood rag, now's the time to do it. <laughs> and, and these cat women were like, ah. and, but something really funny happened. It, it, he, he, Dude, for people that don't know Joe Mayo, Joe Mayo, he's gonna come is, on soon, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's another like uh, Philly area comic who I think he has like masonry related CTE. Like, <laughs> something something got into his brain a long, long time ago. Fascinating, dude. I don't know if I told you this, but when I mentioned to Tubbs that he was coming on, he actually he he and Tubbs are are aware of each other. They're friends, and they've worked on jobs together, I believe. But Tubbs, like, oh man, Mayo's a legend at the Supply House. I was like, why? What did he do? He said people would people would stop by the Supply House without even needing supplies just to see him eat out a jelly donut each morning. <laughs> Yeah, to, to he's the, Philly Spicoli. To, to the, to, yeah, but this is to the listeners out there. Mayo has a real deep voice. Yo, it's going on, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. So yeah. I saw him in a supply house one time, right? And he has a real like Philly accent, thick. Rah, rah. 
And he goes, can I ask you a question? I go, why? He goes, do you have a Roth IRA? Because I'm getting competent. <laughs> and, he, and it was all this detailed economic <laughs> retirement fund talk he, that you never oh saw coming God. out of him. Dude, every time you hear, like, because... All right, when he opens his mouth, you're like, oh, I'm ready to hear about eating pussy. Mm-hmm. And then a lot you of will things. Hear that. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the things he'll say, though, is just like, yeah, dude, what's the penalty for early withdrawal on my 401k? <laughs> and you're like, no, I can't help you, dude. <laughs> he knows his stuff. Um, you so, know how to get a surfboard out of a windshield. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I, um, I think he got, he's a job, I think he's an asbestos removal. Comp, uh, that makes know. sense. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we're at this cat rescue benefit, and um, um, in the in the middle of this Mike's set, this Filipino waiter comes by with two <laughs> push cards from plates from another benefit. You know, like a restaurant. You know, bus tubs full of plates and glasses. And there were two big giant ones, and he walks on like right in before Mike's face on the stage, like a choo-choo train. It like, was right? like a cartoon where a baby's trying to sleep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike goes, "What's this? The fucking Rose Bowl parade?" Yeah, they were the worst. They, see, Mayo and I would like put on these shows. Like, if we found out about a worthy cause. We would just ask our friends to go, like, hey, can you come for this show? And any money collected there would just go to these causes. This is during the perk years, too. Yeah. In the, dude, I in the depths of Mike's Percocet problem, he was still running charity comedy shows and not stealing the money. It's, I mean, I, it's ironic that you put that out because I think it was even today or yesterday, I shared a status on Facebook or on Twitter from Facebook where I said on perks. And I can always tell when it is because I'm being extraordinarily nice. Like, mm-hmm. does anybody need anything? Yeah. Oh. And I, I would even do that now, but boy, on perks. I remember at my worst on perks, uh, a mutual friend of ours, his wife was going into labor on a day. <laughs> I remember the Eagles were playing for some reason on like a fucking Saturday, and it was this, it was a fucking blizzard outside. And I saw him mention on Facebook that his wife was going into labor. And I said, yo, Johnny, uh, if you need a ride to the hospital, I have access to a truck. I did not have access to a truck. <laughs> I don't know. But if Johnny's wife needed to go to the hospital and give birth to this kid, I would have found a way on Perks to get him a truck. Uh, so that, the, that, that benefit, uh, all the cat women are, women are like offended by mayo mm-hmm. well, when it's, it's, but when it's over they, they leave and the table full of hot girls weren't there for the comedy show oh, they were there for the thunder from down under male strip review <laughs> who, who came in after us right and it, it was like a bachelorette party but we did another benefit with, with mayo and the mayo. blunder from down under it's <laughs> <laughs> the worst show i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> we did another one in northeast philadelphia it was at an irish vfw it was a beef and beer or somebody had disease or something and Mayo was the MC <laughs> and Mayo goes up and he's like yo, childhood uh, blood cancer because <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh, yo, uh, uh, yo you, you ever go down on a woman and she has crotch croutons in her ass hair and, blah, 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 blah. and um, I'm in the room and this man in the audience raises his hand and Mayo goes what you got a question and the guy goes <laughs> You're the MC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. Peak Mayo was. We were we were raising money for a friend who was who was cancer. Like took him pretty quickly, and we tried to put together as many shows as we could to get as much money. I for think it. I just heard a monkey out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's him. So, yeah. R.I.P. Sorry. Dustin. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. But Matt, this monkey rescue. <laughs> Matt, this monkey rescue. Any of you fucking cunts got any fucking monkey jokes? 
that's what it was. <laughs> but we, we were raising money for our friend Dustin. Um, and we went over there. We knew it was going to be the last time. We had just done a benefit, so we were going to drop off all the cash that we had raised the night before. And we brought over some lunch meat, and it was just the worst mood because Dustin was essentially dying. We, we knew this was going to be the last time we saw him, so we're making sandwiches in silence. And uh, Dustin's daughter, who was three, uh, ate, ate a roll quicker than I've ever seen anybody ever eat a roll. And she picked up another one, and her mom goes, another roll? And then we kind of chuckled, and then it just went back to being super sad because we knew our friend was dying. And then to break the silence, Mayo goes, that's going to be one huge turd. People have their opinions on this sports talk guy in Philadelphia. He's the most hated guy in Philadelphia, but he knows his stuff. I got Howard, Howard Eskin. Eskin. You got, yeah. Yeah, I, Dude, he fucked my mom. Did he really? Howard Eskin, I think, fucked my mom. Uh, um, I, you ever see him live? He's about five feet tall. And he wears a fur I feel like coat. that didn't have enough of an impact on <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, really? Uh, I, I, uh, it was during the 93 World Series, and my mom, uh, I, I, I've come to the conclusion, she's an evil hippie. But I think her and her friend wanted to go party in, uh, was it Toronto? Yeah. Where was yeah, that? The, yeah, the Phillies were playing there. And uh, so she goes up with her friend, her lady friend to Toronto. And uh, like no cell phones, so it's just like a collect call or like a long yeah. distance collect call, like once over the weekend. And they get back, and uh, it turns out like she went up without a hotel and ended up staying in Howard Eskin's room. Yeah. Uh, and we're all just like, okay. When she got finished, did she tell her friend first time, long time? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hang up and listen to your answer off the air. But, yeah. but this this guy Mayo hated him, and he got his cell phone number. And just kept crank calling him and calling him and calling him and calling. And eventually, Howard Essen got a, you know the trace and he got him arrested. And he got Mayo got like a fine and a restraining order for like four years. <laughs> right? Because he knew someone with Verizon to uh, that's why I got the number. At four years in a day. Yeah. yeah. What's up, pussy? <laughs> that's exactly no way. What, four years a day. He got, he got so I got his new number. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and he said Howard Essen just let uh, he. He said Howard Eskin laughed, but I don't think I would have laughed at dude. it. Well, dude, when I reached out, Mayo had, I don't know how the fuck he did this, but one night about six weeks ago, I sat down at my computer, and I saw that I had a text message on my computer. I have, No text messages ever came to my computer before. I'm like, I have no idea who this, how this is happening. I'm going to, I clicked on it, and clearly it's Mayo. It was something about calling me like. I'm in your computer, pussy. Yeah, like I'm, I'm eating pussy right now. How are you? Or something like that. So I started talking to him, and I was like, man, you, you got to come on. He's like, all right, I'll come on. He's like, but hey, do you, can you guys make outgoing calls live? I was like, I'm sure Tim can figure it out. Why? He's like, because I want to call the cop who fucking railroaded me last year. <laughs> we have to talk about him in third. We have to talk about Joe Mayo, the Philadelphia comedy legend in third person, because when we finally get him in here, he won't. He, this isn't the shit he's going to talk about. No, he's not going to talk about any of the actual funny shit that happened. He's just, just going to um, be like a list of like vengeance fantasies and like the, hot tale, did, which I, it's going to be awesome. Tim, yeah. did, did you ever... You know, there's, we all know the story with Bill Barr telling Philadelphia to go yeah. fuck yourself at the Opie and Anthony vomit. Very epic. vomit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, well, the next year uh, they had a contest. Who wants to be the MC? Right. Open the show, and it was our little friend Ed McGonigal. Okay, and he won it, but he goes, you know, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> this, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And. Uh, Jim Norton and Rich Voss are yelling, going, what are you, crazy? It's a big opportunity for you. And that is very funny. He's very hilarious. Well, uh, he goes, I ain't getting paid. So 
all these, you know, a couple of DJs were saying, here, we'll pay you, we'll pay you, we'll pay you. He goes, nah, I don't need your charity. I don't need your charity. And I think he feared the Bill Burns of 10,000 people yelling at him. Uh, and just for reference, uh, Ed is the Irish Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looks like... Uh like a Jeff Dunham puppet. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like an Irish American Jeff Dunham puppet. He's four foot eleven of civic fury. I don't know how you <laughs> he is. He's he's very funny writer. Yeah. Right? This is his... So and, and so I don't know how you paint a puppet's face so it looks like middle age snuck up on it. <laughs> but that's what you would have to do. You douse it in Miller Light. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh it was a big. That's a big. To yeah, Rage like, of Hades is in the chat, by the way. Oh. What's up, Rage of Hades? Sorry, thank, uh, thank you again for. I mean, so lighting me he, up. He gets the, the. He doesn't do the gig, and and people are going, "You crazy! It's a big opportunity for you. They could have made." He's getting Bill Bird by everyone in his life individually. Yeah. Yep. So they had to have a real quick contest, like two days before, to replace Eddie, and it was Mayo, and so Mayo won the slot, which is actually perfect. Yes. So he walked out in front of, I don't know, 10,000 people over in Jersey at the arena, or it was called then, and uh, and uh, he just led people in a chant of, uh, fuck Howard Eskin for 10, <laughs> five, 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, he didn't try any material. Legend. Uh, he's a uh, legend. Yes. Um, Damn. And again, he's, he doesn't he doesn't think twice about any of this shit, so he's not going to... No, he's... Um, man. Um, I remember... Oh, God. Just, he's, 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 he's a good guy, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and a nice that's it i i can't talk <laughs> john you brought a couple guests uh, with well, you no um oh god now this, this is where like <laughs> this is where you're gonna see like uh you're gonna love this uh, uh look you know, you know uh, mike and tim have buffalo bob from silence of the lambs in their studio <laughs> every single person in the chat thinks we're fucking gay don't worry about it <laughs> also dude mike the i mean i fully support you leaning into the wigger vibe oh thanks this dude. is tremendous thank you man you look like Bread Durst. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, you know, you, you gotta do new stuff when you do comedy. You, you, For sure, so you don't, like, you're doing this. You're, you're just natural comedy is funny. Keep it moving. Yeah, you don't want to be doing the same line. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like that. All right, but um, so I, you know, I did some show over in, in Jersey, and it was. It was actually a good time. Over, it's over. In, I don't know how it's at in Cherry Hill, and based on a restaurant. But it's a real good time. But at the end of my act, because uh, uh, you know the quarantine, mm -hmm. I had a uh, you know the 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 you know my my cool yeah. yeah I mean, so I said, hey hey, with the quarantine, I've been working on my working on my uh, ventriloquism. All right. So all you do is you pull it up, and you can't see my lips move like that. So. Uh, in the, I was at some flea market and I found a, a puppet from the 60s. It's a ventriloquist puppet. It's really cheap and cheesy, but it's from Britain and it's, uh, it's his name's like Pepe, like it's a Spanish puppet. All right. Already love him? Yes. So I bring it out and you can put your hand through it. I'll bring it. All right. So here, anyway, so I, this is the puppet here. Right. <laughs> don't, don't take a picture of this. All right. All right. So this is the puppet here, right? And you can put your hand through. And, and make them talk, all right? So, uh, and, 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 all right, and, no, you can just pop it here, all right? You John. See, all right. <laughs> can you believe I'm, I'm, I'm 40 years old, ladies? <laughs> so, the, so the joke was, because you can't, you, you can't see my mouth moves, I would put that on, and I would tell, like, two simple, simple, like, corny jokes. Like, simple, like, simple, like, uh, 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 I got married in a garage, uh, I couldn't back out. Uh, 
hey, uh, hey, don't go to the Delco Zoo. Uh, they have a dog. <laughs> hey, did you go to the Delco Aquarium? It, it closed down. The clam died. <laughs> All right, shit jokes like that. All right, so the third joke is foul. Like, uh, yeah, did you know the squirrels in the... <laughs> And Telco exploded after they have sex. It's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> the squirrels explode after they have sex. I go, really? And he's like, well, the ones I fucked did. <laughs> All right. So I do, I do that joke. All right. So, so, I'm, so I'm done. And then uh, the next comic after me was a very funny black comedian from Philadelphia named Keith from Up the Block. Hell yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Well, he goes up and goes, give him a round of applause for being on the show tonight. And, and ready? He goes, and how about John Council with his N-word puppet? You know, he said the N-word. <laughs> and I'm in the back mortified. Do people think, cause I know I look like a roofer, but I have an N-word puppet. Like I, when I, <laughs> I'm in the back going, no, he, he's Spanish. He's Spanish. Like, no one's listening to me. They, they think that's a black person. Yeah, if anything, not. that works, looks like an S-word puppet. It, it, yeah, well, so, so I think, all right, the next week. I do the same thing. I bring another one out. All right. And another black comic who wasn't there would keep, goes, uh, what is it with cancel with these black puppets? Right. So, uh, so, so I found one that's even more creepier looking. There's, there's no way they can't say that's a, a black puppet. All right. And then, if it, if it did any more shit. Uh, I put out a, a bull from Lightcore puppet. <laughs> did, did he clear these puppets? With you, Mike, <laughs> they, never, the they were not vetted. It's actually a Chris Wood puppet. <laughs> John, give it, can you give me the bull one? <laughs> uh, actually, I can verify that they're actually not N-word puppets. <laughs> They've just spent the winter down in Miami. Prices are low right now because everybody's into grips of COVID fever. I don't know if you have ever had COVID fever, but if you subscribe to oral presentations, I have I have a 14-hour podcast on COVID fever right now. So the dollar a month will get you access to the whole catalog. And... um. I'll be in Atlantic City this weekend, but I'll be back next week. I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing an expose on Stevie Nicks' asshole, <laughs> talking to the roadies to blow cocaine into it. But uh, yeah, just uh, subscribe to Horror Presentations. If you ever Hello. wonder how quantum theory could get you pussy? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, that's fucked you know, up. I thought if uh, if I got pulled over and went down here. I would go, my brother's on a job, and pull this puppet out. <laughs> <laughs> it's an FOP card. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, I can see he's on the job. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I put a picture on, online one time, like four years ago, and some guy goes, I'll give you 200 bucks for that. and Because uh, it's like 30 years old. Um, uh, Bull was the first celebrity I ever met. That, really? At the uh, Philadelphia Civic Center at the car show, my parents let my sister and I meet him. And he put his elbow on my sister's head. My, my fucking sister, man. The two celebrities I met as a child, the celebrities we met clearly preferred her over me. Sure. <laughs> we met Dr. J hanging at the player's entrance to the spectrum. And I'll never forget, he was walking in, and I just couldn't believe it was Dr. J. I love basketball, and I love Dr. J. And my aunt was saying, there he is, there he is, there he is. And he looked at my sister and I, and he palmed my sister's head as he walked Whoa. past. 
And wow. then when we met fucking Bull at the Civic Center, you probably had that air of like I'm I'm very molestable, and they just didn't want to get their fingerprints. <laughs> <on you. laughs> but Bull doesn't look like a child molester to you. You would think he would fucking wear yeah. me like a backpack. Yeah, he'd probably put you through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a joke, I I put up on I think on it was a Twitter or Facebook. You know, I didn't realize people would do this. I put a I went to the Philadelphia boat show. I put I'm not really into boats. I just want to see Frank Stallone box a kangaroo on Saturday <laughs> afternoon because like celebrities do shit things like that. Uh, well. Frank Salone wrote back to me, not cool, bro. <laughs> like, but I didn't put at Frank Salone, but he's one of those celebs that just works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wimp. What it, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, John. It happened to me before, too. Uh, who's the, the bigger Kardashian? Chloe Kardashian, yeah. the bigger one? I put a. Rob. Do you have a puppet of her? No, but <laughs> I put a. Her real, uh, her real dad is OJ in China from the China Wrestling Group, <laughs> right? And. Uh, and some, one of one of her followers saw her name come up and they cursed me out. And then uh, what was the other one too? I did. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I saw the Hulk Hogan sex tape. He's having sex with uh, a girl with a bag on him. When he pulled it off. It was Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Like Hulk Hogan was <laughs> fucking Bruce the Barber Beefcake. I get a return back from a woman named Stephanie Beefcake. <laughs> Saying go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I don't know if she's his girlfriend or his is it, sister, but Stephanie. Is he, is he alive? <laughs> might be his widow. <laughs> you upset Brutus Barber Beefcake's widow. Uh, but he does like boat shows and shit, too. They actually oh, can man. identify with that because when I did the Magnetoross <laughs> podcast on oral presentations, I got a DM from Janet Magnetoross saying, Yeah, dude, you better fucking cool it. Do we have any puppet sized knives, Mike? <laughs> we got. <laughs> John Nelson said the puppets need knives. Um, <laughs> uh, that was kind of man, John. One of the um, awesome. probably the funny, the hardest I've ever laughed at a, at another comics joke was when you were talking about the the live action Flintstones movie. Do you remember your joke about this? Oh, uh, would uh, uh, Fred and Borny look out the window? Oh, uh, maybe this is a joke. I don't know. Uh, but uh, did you have multiple jokes about the Flintstones? This is, this, this, this is all I could think of. That let me hear this. I can't do it anymore because I'm afraid of offending somebody. But it was uh, I was, when the Flintstones were on in the '60s. When a guest star would be on it, they had, their name was like Ann Margaret, a famous actress. Her name was Ann Margrock. Mm -hmm. Tony Curtis, one of his name was Stony Curtis. So I said, I wish this. Flintstones around today, so today's celebrities could be on this show. Like uh, Fred and Barney are looking out the window, and and uh, Fred's like, Barney, we have new neighbors. Uh, who is it? It's Ellen DeGenerock. <laughs> What's she doing? She's with her girlfriend, and she's eating cave pie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is that the joke? I don't know. <laughs> and, and the next part is, oh, wait a minute. Now she's using a strap-on pterodactyl on her. <laughs> And I remember doing that. And there's a there's a, a, a lesbian comedian was the only, and she was did like, you, "Wait, did you say Teradek dildo?" <laughs> <laughs> That's I just said. Oh, all, all the all the implements at the Flintstones house were like, you know, Dude. the record player was a pterodactyl. Or I thought of one. Like, I feel sorry for the uh, Wilma's Epa lady. Like, oh god, was she Italian? <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know what that. What was the Flintstones? I forget. <laughs> it's a show started by Hanna Barbera in roughly 1964. God. Is that, was that the live action joke? Was that the, yes, that was it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
You know what's funny too? Like there's there's a video online of I they made it they actually animated Flintstones smoking cigarettes. It's a cigarette commercial. Hey Barney, what you got? It's like oh, you like these Marlboros. It's just weird. That's uh, probably what started animated porn. <laughs> That's somebody who I'm surprised I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Flintstones yet in animated porn. I think I have. I probably went looking for it though. Yeah. <laughs> Probably um, a couple of turns I shouldn't have. Probably the most offensive thing anybody's ever said to me is a boss asked me if I would be willing to dress up as Fred Flintstone for a Halloween party. <laughs> You'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is like turn your hand backwards and let your fingers hang out in the yeah. sun. You'd be great. You I, look I, like would, I would do it now, but at the time I yeah. was 30 pounds heavier. And I was you would have been even better. I know. <laughs> it was perfect, but I didn't want to do it because I was offended. Fred Flintsturst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, wow. John, do you collect puppets or did you just buy them because they were there? Uh, because they were there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't search them out. And uh, and um, it's funny. Uh, I did a job. The back of your car probably looks like an evidence locker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's probably you know a lot of times Wid leaves his shit in my car. The prop comic I drive around. Legendary prop comic, yeah, Philadelphia's and, uh, own, the legendary Wid. We did a show in in, in that. Oh, what's it? It's right outside of Allentown, uh, which I think is like the KKK capital of Pennsylvania. <laughs> it uh, is now. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, we, uh, we I'm, it's been now an hour and twenty minutes from here. I'm forty five minutes on the way home, mm-hmm. and Wid goes, "We have to go back." I go, "Why?" He goes, "I left a box of rubber hands under the <laughs> under the stage." <laughs> I'm like, really? 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 And there's dollar those fake ones you get at a dollar store at Christmas Halloween, Christmas time. Hey, uh, right? But it was and they're not they're not even worth a dollar. They're just plastic fake. That's hands. how men propose at Christmas time. Yeah. They just put the ring on it. <laughs> and we had to go back for it. Um a couple times uh, my truck broke down and had to get trilled by AAA and the back ugh, he sees all the shit. Um I came home one time. This is Halloween about three years ago. I, I, my truck's parked in front of my house. And it's around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I come home from work, and there's a, a, a captain in the police department with the white shirt, not the mm-hmm. blue ones, parked in front of my house. It's, it's, it's daylight out. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Looking in the back of my truck with all weird shit. And I look over, and, I, and uh, there's, he has female mannequin legs. <laughs> right? He does a joke with them, right? And... Uh, that old gag. Yeah, and from far away, you know, when you get close, you can tell they're obviously fake. But the cop was looking at my window like that, like, "What's this shit in here?" Right? And I had, so I drove around the block. I didn't feel like talking to the cop. Like, I don't want really to get involved yeah, in this. You've, right? you've got a truck bed full of mannequin legs and creepy dolls. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't been shot by a police officer on site. Full of hoops and stuff. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Actually, there's a lot of rules against that now. <laughs> but, uh, current climate is really dictating otherwise. So I, I go home. My mom. My mom goes in. See that that cop outside with you and your pervert friend. <laughs> John, the the last time that you were at my house, you brought a puppet. Oh, f- and yeah. uh, the- we were flying to Los Angeles the next day. <laughs> And I don't know what you did with it while we went to Los Angeles, but the night before, John stayed here at my house. Oh, yeah. And I'll never forget my son's reaction to seeing a puppet for the first time. John, I, I, don't, I don't know if we, I don't remember if we called him downstairs or not, but John had him had the puppet sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> and my son came down. And my son was maybe four years old and has no concept oh. of what the fuck puppets might be. But he walks downstairs and he locks eyes with this puppet. And... My son's voice changed to like a fucking a Dust Bowl era orphan <laughs> because he was so confused. And it was that 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 child thing where like they don't know if they're if they're scared or it's funny. 
And he looks at this puppet and he goes, what's that over there on the chair? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, those weird puppets I just had there uh, They're made by some British company in the 60s But they have a, one with yellow hair And uh, there's a guy who's been on TV in, from Jimmy Seville uh, Yeah Damn it I know him okay. uh, They uh, <laughs> and, uh, They have uh, A uh, name Uncle Floyd Yeah, yeah, yeah. And It's just some old New Jersey entertainer He'd wear like a colorful flowery shirt and hat and he played the piano do little sketches and he had a yellow the puppet i'm talking about yellow hair puppet well i accidentally got two of them <laughs> and he was performing at the park casino and i was on the show so i bring this duffel bag i have right here with the two puppets in it and i bring it into the casino and they search your bags like you're you know, at the airport the guys the guys like what do you got in the bag there i, mean, I didn't have rifles even those two puppets are probably worse look out on, yeah. <laughs> look out on the floor of the casino this guy got puppets <laughs> So Uncle Floyd used to perform. Well, he hasn't done uh, touch the puppet since like, 1994 when he quit. <laughs> he's uh, he, he, he's he, forbidden by court. Yes, <laughs> he can't be within 100 yards of a puppet's asshole. <laughs> so he's an old, older, 70 year old man now. And now he just he just he goes on stage and he tells old jokes and plays the piano. But like, hey, Uncle Floyd, look, I got something to show you. And I unzipped the bag and showed him the two puppets. Like I'm showing two two dead bodies. Like I'm a gangster. Like I got your enemies' heads in here, right? And uh. He looks at it and he goes, Ugh. What do you want to buy my hat now? <laughs> he was real creeped out by it. Like he wasn't like he wasn't like, ah, oh really? Oh, you're my friend. Let's be pen pals. Soft neighborhood mysteries. But he uh he was creeped out by it. And like you know, you, you ever guys saying don't you never want to meet your heroes? <laughs> yeah, you never want to meet your puppets like this. <laughs> you show your heroes puppets and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, oh man! Wait, you walked him back to your car to? Open oh yeah! It? Oh uh, God! Of uh, uh, <laughs> the walk of shame with puppets. Uh, <laughs> Did you walk back into the venue together. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it, guys. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who has been the most excited to see your puppets? Uh, it has to be us. Oh yeah, it's a. Um, <laughs> you know, it's weird too. There was a there was a guy who died like four years, like five years ago, Otto and George. Yeah. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was an X-rated ventriloquist puppet, and it's funny. the The man's name was Otto, and the dummy's name was George. Like, but it it was it was so freaking unbelievably hilarious. Uh, I did a show with him, and he he asked this old lady in the audience, uh, "Hey, honey, how old are you?" And she goes, "78." And he said, "Would you give hand jobs and cover wagons?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was offended by it. And then he uh, then he said, "Uh." Oh God! What did he say? Oh, Liberace was great on the piano, but he sucked on the organ. <laughs> yes, dude. And it was so. And then he would say, uh, "You performed with Otto and George." Oh my God! It was the greatest thing in the world. That's so fucking cool. And he and he said, uh, "Did did you ever see a a black pussy? Because it looks like a wallet." <laughs> and and there was a black lady. In the, it's not my joke. That's what he said. And there was a black lady in the audience, and she wanted her money back. And the owner goes, the manager goes, "They take it out of his wallet." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! It was if there a chance that you could look him up on YouTube. Yeah, unbelievable. I bet you a bunch of the chat knows about Otto and George. Holy hell yeah! Andy Pace knows. That's what's up. Oh my God, it was dude, so, that's so fucking funny. Oh, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And uh, uh, the the dummy would say, uh, uh, "Here's an impersonation of a uh, uh, JFK," and he would make the dummy flip forward, and the back of his head would pop up, and you see it, uh, you see its brain. That's on YouTube, I think. And one night, Letterman had. Uh, we had a, it was called Ventriloquist Week, and he had five ventriloquists on. Oh, that sounds and, like a nightmare. And the first four were like corny 70s ventriloquists. 
All right, like, oh, uh, you stop putting words in my mouth. Just like, stop. Like, I got to pull some strings, or you got a hand in it. Uh, the puppet goes up, and it's uh, it's he, he's as dirty as you could be on Letterman, and and uh, the dummy comes out, and he and he says, uh, hey, what's your ideal date? And the dummy goes, I'll tell you what, I mean, a nice girl, have a nice dinner, go back to our hotel room, get in bed, drink some wine, put on Letterman, and if she talks, <laughs> I'm gonna crack an ashtray of her goddamn head. <laughs> And Letterman's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can't get away with that anymore, uh, man. If you, if you, People hate when puppets say that shit now. Oh, yeah, you're not going to see that on Amber Ruffin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is there, wait, are there like rifts in the puppet comedy community over like uh, PC culture? <laughs> are there puppets that don't like each other? <laughs> oh. That's what I, there, uh, our friend Chip Chantry, uh, there was a, uh, a ventriloquist named uh, Pete Michaels. He, he passed away last year, but uh, uh, he has a black puppet. And I, a white guy would, and it's a real, it's an African puppet, African American. So that's tough, right? And, and no matter what, today you keep, people want to think, oh, this guy. And the puppet actually died ten years prior from yes, heart disease. Right. <laughs> like, um, for you, a puppet diabetes. All right, and he, uh, but he, uh, <laughs> so uh, Chip's hosting a show, and during during the show, there's a woman in the audience when you shut up. She wrecked Chip's act, the the feature act, and the headliner goes up, and finally. Because sometimes you don't want to address it because then they'll think, oh, we have a dialogue with the comedians now. I can talk back to each and every one of you. Yeah. And be, and ha, ha, ignore it until it goes away. Mm-hmm. So the headliner goes up and he brings the black puppet out. And he does. He talks with like a black accent. And it's just like, it's not today, right? Well, the woman starts yelling out at him. And he finally stops. And he goes, miss, is there a problem? And she says, yeah. And he goes, what? She goes, I don't like how you're talking to that baby. <laughs> <laughs> And he, threw, and he threw him out, <laughs> threw her out. And I, I said, Chip, that's your closing joke forever. <laughs> um, Man, there's a story. About, How have you run into so many puppets? Have you had so many puppet encounters? <laughs> uh, you go, you, He's oh, been able to pull a lot of strings, oh, Tim. I have a, God damn it, Mike. Some people, some people have gaydar. No. When you... When you puppet guys all know each other, yeah. <laughs> the secret handshake. Yeah, his, hands, his fingers smell like strange. But uh, it's whenever you see a guy with a Buick and like the sun has scorched some of the paint on the top of the trunk, that's a puppet guy. Yes, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know, you, when you do when you're like, oh, I want to be a comedian, and then you realize being comedians means you have to drive to Scranton and do a mm-hmm. beef and beer hall up there. And like you know, it's you, you, we watch our people we like on TV. Oh, he's at a theater. Oh, there's Bill Barry and everybody else, on, and they're in a the theater and they're just seeing. In real life, you're a comedian just on a show. They, I'm not putting it down, but that's you. You know, you know, you just you're doing benefits and shit. Well, I was like in Scranton, and you you walk around during the day, you have nothing to do, so you watch a uh, uh, Pornhub, and you go to a Goodwill store. <laughs> uh, and but every once, like sometimes you find like weirdo like knickknack shops and stuff. Yeah. And, you, and you'll find like one of these in there, and uh, and it's funny. Some, these people don't know what they got. Like something, they, they look like stupid, but they could be go for like three hundred dollars on like eBay, right? To other losers in other countries, right? Other, the British, you know, the, the Spanish John Kensel, all right? Juan Kensel, yeah, yeah. El, I drive El Propo Widow, around. but um, but uh, oh, there's a guy one too. Uh, I in the seventies, they had a Fonzie watch. <laughs> okay, it's a watch with Fonzie's face on it. Like the thumbs were like, hey, it's twelve o'clock, hey, hey, right? And it had a, a denim strap, and it was a Fonzie watch, right? So it's only it's worth about ten bucks. 
So I, I asked this moron at this <laughs> antique store, how much is that watch? And he goes, $150. I go, $150? And I'm on my phone looking at it. It's 10 bucks on eBay, right? $150. And the guy was trying to sell it. He goes, yeah. It's after that big Fonzie movie came out. <laughs> like, there was no Fonzie movie ever, right? Yeah, that big Fonzie movie. And you're not budging on the price. No. <laughs> so I, I got it on eBay for 10 bucks. <laughs> that big Fonzie movie. Idiot. <laughs> You ever go to a flea market and the guys try and tell you that like they're trying to sell? Dude, it? I've 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 been deep in the flea market game because of uh, like Super Nintendo titles and uh, I used to like I have to use I used to have to track down like a bunch of copies of one Nintendo game so that I could take it apart and like repurpose mm. it. And uh, I've met some pretty obese weirdos. Uh, I met I, a guy at Zern's who was missing a pinky and he was trying to sell me a copy of Ducktales too. Don't they have a buffet there? Is that is that Zerns? They have everything, so no, probably it's, it's really far out there. It's a, it's in Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. That's where Shaner's from. Is he really? That's yeah, I think so. Uh, you, know, you take Common Avenue all the way out seventy three. It's funny. There's a there was a famous uh, weatherman in Philadelphia named Jim O'Brien. And he was real beloved in the seventies and eighties. Everybody loved him. He was real. Is that the helicopter guy. He was parachuting. Right, right now. Oh, I, there was a great joke about him. What's that? Uh, like, well, the story was that he he died parachuting, right? right. Do you know that? Who who died in the fucking uh, helicopter crash? John Hines. The I thought it was a... I might have John move. Hines and, and Jim O'Brien confused. It, I think it was around the same time. Okay. Uh, anyway, what was the guy's name that died? Jim O'Brien. Jim O'Brien. They say, what was the last thing that oh, went through... Oh, man. Hold on. What was the last thing that went through Jim O'Brien's head? What? And the answer is his brain. Oh, my God. Impacted <laughs> into the earth. Or he, something like that. He, uh, his daughter... Was a Frazier's engineer, that Perry Gilpin. You ever watched show Frazier? Uh, she's his, his radio engineer, but that's where this, that's where Zerns is at, and it's uh, where were we going with this shit? Uh, We're just talking about mutants, missing fingers, free oh. market culture. <laughs> I saw I used to the, the video game. Um, I love when he, I, I saw something that said it's a it's the rare one of the rarest video games you can ever get. And it was a video game made by Penn and Teller. Did you hear this one? All right, Mm-mm. it has to be played in real time, and look it up online. But Penn and Tower mm-hmm. uh, developed a game. They drove from like L.A. to like it's an eight-hour drive to like Reno. It's an. Uh, they made a video game where you're driving a bus for eight hours to take to complete the game, and you have to play it because the the bus starts all yours upon us. It's a real shitty like nineteen eighty-five game. Sure, but it's a. Uh, you, you can't. You have to play it, girls. You start drifting off the road, so you have to play it for eight hours, just driving. And well, no, nothing happens. No monsters. <laughs> we've got we've got a serious Twitch stream to do. Then, uh, fuck yeah! Look it up. It's it's it's. Uh, I don't know if it's ever, I've ever like, sold or anything, but it says. You, you know, I saw a, a, a screenshot. It's just just driving a bus and nothing happens. No monsters. No gunfights. No anything. But look it up. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm I'm gonna track that down. We're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna do an eight-hour Twitch stream and beat this game. Um, Fuck yeah! Uh, you know it's uh, I you know I you know I'm older. Uh, I like playing the, uh, the Resident Evil zombie games, shit like that. And I used to buy go to GameStop, and the the, the guy was like, "Look at these two forty-year-old losers coming in, right?" Because I buy the game, and I also buy the game guide. And the guy's like, "You can return the game, but you got to keep that fucking guide." Because you, you want uh, really? Because um, I sometimes you're, you're coming in, tra- yeah. You're trapped, <laughs> and you need oh, you hit seven one seven on the door, yeah, dude. right? Um, but I would play the games with my friend Al, who's a Civil War reenactor. 
and uh, it was all shoot 'em ups, like Silent Hill and all that stuff. And uh, we would order. So he just screams the N word the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he, God, he. Uh, but we'd order food, and uh, so uh, um, it was on a Sunday, and we I'm, we play for like fourteen hours, and he orders Chinese food at two o'clock. At seven o'clock, the food never arrives. At eight o'clock, we well, so at seven thirty, screw this. We order from another Chinese restaurant. As the second Chinese delivery guy comes to the door, the first guy shows up. So there's two competing Chinese guys here, but the first guy's four hours late, right? So we pay the second guy, and the guy goes, "Okay, here's your food, right? Fifteen dollars, right?" And my friend Al goes, "I don't want it now." He goes, "You're three hours late." And the guy goes, "You know, you're not paying for this." And the guy he goes, "No, you got three hours. You didn't even call." And the guy got all mad. And he he went, got, went to his Honda Civic. He threw all the food in the car, and the wonton soup exploded all over the back windshield of the car. And he's screaming, cursing, and he, and he drove away. And we're in the house, like, laughing our ass off. Seven days later, we ordered two hoagies from a Philadelphia accent from a, from a restaurant, okay? Same thing, 2 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, the guy shows up. And my friend Alice, a warring actor, goes, uh, he's also a milkman, but he goes, uh, <laughs> He goes, I don't want these now. He goes, we wanted them th- three hours ago, right? And the guy goes, look, man, can you cut me some slack? He, go- he goes, why? He goes, look, our ovens are broken. And he goes, they're cold hoagies. You don't need <laughs> nothing to make you these things. Retard. And the guy goes, just anything. So I felt bad. I gave him five bucks for two hoagies. Or thanks, dudes. No one, no explanation. Uh, and uh, he lives on Charles Street by that park. If it's not too far from, in then the northeast. Yeah, northeast. And uh, but uh, just shit like that. It's a uh, He's my friend now, this milkman. He told me last week, he goes, yo, I deliver some milk in Camden. He goes, I hate it. He goes, the schools aren't open full time now over there. And he goes, I had to, open, uh, he goes, I had to drive around this horrible school. I look in the rear view mirror and he goes, there's a black guy walking down toward my truck. I'm like, oh God, he's going to ask for money. And he goes, uh, he goes, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him, looking at the guy. And he goes, the guy stops and looks at me and starts masturbating, drops his pants to his ankles. All right. <laughs> and like, it's like, fuck. Uh, he goes, I don't want to call the cops and say some guy's beaten off. Watch me deliver milk. <laughs> and uh, so the, the next day I was over his house and his daughter goes, here, daddy, I got you that mace you wanted. So the black guy <laughs> and she had pepper spray and gave him mace. Dude, I had to stop down at my old place because uh, my, my uh, property belonged to my dad and he sold it off. And I went down to like grab some stuff out of it. And there was a Chinese food place on the corner. And I went down and there was just, uh, uh, it was a really windy day. Do you remember there was a really windy day? That's a stupid question. Yeah, it was. A, there was a really windy day not, was, not too long ago. Yeah. And there was a dude, he had his gigantic black penis out and his pants down to his knees and he was spinning in circles just pissing. <laughs> just, he was just making a piss tornado on the corner. And it was, uh, I mean, I'm never, I'm never going back. I'm, I'm fully out. Yeah, so you, it's over. I, I'll tell you what, there, there's something about an unhinged dick. I don't know what it is about crazy people, but I, I think they all have big dicks. Do you remember the McDonald's that was on Arch Street by City Hall? Yeah. Yes. Probably about 10 years ago, I took my wife and kids down there just to walk around in the city. And of course, we're broke as shit. So the only thing we could afford is lunch for fucking, at the time we had, it was four of us. A lot of dollar menu stuff. Yeah. So we're sitting, they had those window seats where you could stare out onto Broad Street. And we're sitting, my wife, myself, and my two daughters were sitting there eating our fucking dollar menu cheeseburgers. And right outside the window is a city newspaper, uh, paper box. And as we're sitting there eating, a fucking random crazy guy just walks up, 
opens the city paper box, pulls out his dick and pisses inside of it, and then shuts it and walks away. <laughs> so think about that the next time you pick up a city paper. I, I, uh, well, I'll never forget, I was a kid with my mom, and we're down Kensington Avenue, and we stop at a red light by, by Erie Avenue. And, uh, right by me. That's yeah. where, so this is where yeah, this is where I just lived. Yes. And uh my mom goes, "Oh! Oh!" And there was a, a African American gentleman uh just standing facing the street facing all the cars were like, "John, you can say black. You have yeah, a black, black puppet." Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I have two black puppets. I can say it. I just said There was like the guy version of an N-word puppet. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's he's an ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and his his fly was down, and he had a a, a purple uh, Phillies novelty bat. They gave away, <laughs> hanging out of his pants, urinating. And my mom's like, ah! and it's not like porn movies where like the women are like, ooh, and they get all horny. This looks like a, like a, <laughs> like an elephant on the Flintstones spraying water at, at Fred. <laughs> and, and, uh, um, yeah, it is pretty cool seeing a gigantic penis out in the wild. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if cool is the right word, but every time I see it, I'm like... It's jarring. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a um, reminder that you're in the real world, not the it's Matrix. Like, <laughs> it's like a Ford F-150 with a broken axle. <laughs> or, no, that that thing in the middle of... <laughs> that thing. Drive train? Yeah, drive train. <laughs> Thank you, dude. I'm kind of a mechanic myself. So, uh, was that the biggest dick you've ever seen out in the wild? Mm, I've seen a lot of crazy black eyed dicks. <laughs> it was just the most recent. Uh, yeah. How about you, John? Well, you know, I, I went to Catholic school, but in this word, I <laughs> and there was no black eyes in Catholic school in the in the in the in the, in the you know locker rooms, and it's uh, it's it's weird. Though, but you know, my friends who went to public school, uh, they see them all the time. Like I, I didn't see that shit till I, I when I was a kid. I. Uh, Right, not too far from where you live again on Venango Street. There was the uh, Harrogate Boxing Club. Yeah. Well, I saw the Rocky movies. I'm like, oh, I'm Rocky Three. I'm gonna b- Let's go box. sign on yeah, beat up yeah, black guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I used to lift weights like anything, and and I and I weighed 185 pounds my senior year, and I was you know, you know yeah, big chest and arms. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I go, I could box and box. Well, I didn't realize I'd be sparring with light heavyweights who were knocking my headgear off. Like, oh, well, blah, blah. Yeah, like, you know, the shit out of you. I wasn't a trained boxer, but you know, that's probably because you had a puppet on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> you would hit a lady. He's my manager. She's got dueling puppets, yeah. no gloves at all. Right? And the guy's like, who, who do I hit? <laughs> Just trying to talk your way out of it. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> right. uh, but I, I, I never saw like black guys naked until I went to the bathroom to get, you know, to change the locker room to get changed. And uh, I'll tell you, man, those fucking guys are gigantic. They have like carnival posters <laughs> stuck to it and missing cat posters <laughs> on their wangs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, flea market signs on their dicks. <laughs> Yard sales and shit. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They do be having them. (laughs) They do be swinging. Oh man! (laughs) Um, When I when I was uh, at (laughs) at military occupation school in Fort Lee, Virginia, when we would get back from our fucking uh, physical training in the morning, the line for the shower would be insane. So the the rule the the rule was it's like look you just got to fucking get in get out you're not showering like you would be showering like at nighttime it's like everybody's got to fucking get in there shower I'll never forget this one kid Rodrice Johnson um white guy yes (laughs) Uh, mixed race probably but uh, not only was his dick cartoonish. But he would do this thing where he would wet himself using the sink, and then in this long parade of guys, 
he would start lathering up. So by the time he got to the shower, he was already white. Genius. With soap. Yeah, it was genius, but it's jarring. Yeah. He was white chicked out by, yeah. by the time he <laughs> Yeah, he was a Wayne's brother by the time he got up there. stuff to make fun of you guys? He would not, but he was funny, though. No, he almost ruled more. Yeah. Instead, he just had to settle for his gigantic penis. Dude, speaking of all this stuff, I installed a bidet yesterday. I got like a top of the line Toto off of uh, Amazon. Woo! Now, did you get the seat or the the, so the whole seat, dude? Yeah. The whole kit and caboodle. And I am I might be fully gay now. Um, this thing pulverizes your anus. What, I, dude? It, and it'll do an oscillating thing, so it does like the Ghostbusters streams. It is, dude. Will you bring it over next week? I. Uh, I can't. I just installed one. For I mean, it was like an hour. It took me to install. <laughs> I, I just installed one too. And you got a, a line from the hot water faucet from your vanity. This just sprays warm water for some some. I did it for some lady. Dude, heated uh, heated seat, heated water. We gotta get them. We gotta get them on as a fucking sponsor, um, man. They I, I would love a bidet. That's a, uh, bro. Uh, it'll change your life. You know, I believe it. In 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 Richmond, Virginia, they. they we did comedy down there, down there. They would put you up in a really nice hotel and had a bidet, and uh, and it, it was a gigantic room they would put you in and a hotel room. And the co two comics would share it. One had a bedroom, but the the, the, the living room had a pull-out bed. It was real beautiful. But um, all right, now if you go on a road trip with a comedian, right? Uh, I went with this other guy. Um, yeah, you you have you're discreet. You take a shower and you come out with the towel on your waist. All right, it's like so, military. Yeah, yeah. This comic I went down. He comes in the bathroom and he and he comes out and he's drying his head off, hair off. Going bathroom's open and he's completely naked. Swinging like, his bird. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, th th you're, this is creepy. You don't do this. You want, you know, this, it's not like a 1970 Marine, you know, boot camp like that. Like you're. Well, how how long I mean, ago was this? 1995, and it, it's it's just like. Well, that was an attempt. Yes, he I made an attempt. That's what I think. Damn, and you said <laughs> no, sir. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> Uh, I, being gay, I, I mean, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Is that me? Never. No. What? Yeah, not for nothing, but the statute of limitations is still open on that. So yeah. if you're willing to press charges, just um, let me know. It's we'll, very we'll in. I think rolling. I think it's actually a very funny thing to this, show someone to show your boy to be trapped uh, with like a casual male acquaintance in a hotel room and show him your penis. Uh, that actually is very funny. Uh, I, I, it, it's it pretty was, common. So you, you weren't close enough with him for it to be a joke at no, all? No, no. It was weird. Like, I think that actually makes it like, right, like now, yeah. someone going, hey, guys, the bathroom, the shower's open. Like, totally, they're like, hey, weirdo. But it got, it's so weird because he went to Catholic school, and I started thinking that... Uh, That's all you do in Catholic school, though. Uh, yeah, I know. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's changed in my day. But I thought that... like I used to make jokes that he would have... He wanted to go to a racetrack, but, but it wasn't a racetrack with horses or dogs. It was a... Italians. Priest. Instead of a rabbit, it was an older boy. <laughs> it was him. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> it was him. Don't get me. Uh, ah. It's at the Dogma Park. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? What was his name? Is he still around? No, he quit. Uh, Dead. He does mortgages. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so what brings you in today? I got a lower rate. Uh, 15 or 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's... Uh, that's... It's, it, it's you know it's weird. Uh, when I went when I lived in L.A., uh, the uh, the ho Hollywood ho uh, Halloween parade is uh, is that like mecca for costume it, guys? It's I'll, I'll say this politely like it's gayer than the gay pride parade. <laughs> all right. It's it's all there's there's naked guys just covered in body paint walking down the street. What they didn't care. 
Um, but you, you saw guys, they didn't give a shit. They were just walking. And there's 3,000 people. Ah, Hollywood, Halloween is all naked people. This is Halloween. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except like gay. They're all just um, helicoptering their meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of meat. This yeah. is a lot of meat. Uh, that's you know, when, you know when, like, when we were when we were out there, it, it was you know it's it's neat because you always but in your mind like you, 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 growing up you think of Hollywood's always like the uh, palm trees and streets of paved with gold and everybody has Rolls Royces and yeah. champagne and they're going to parties and sort of mixed lots. That's of what it's like in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, but so you got there you realize it's just like that's part of the town. It's gross. Yeah. But John, uh, even so, like there was still a part of that 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 rang true for me. Oh, I'm, and I felt like going out there, I think the first thing that really planted that seed in my head was watching the Brady Bunch. Me too. Trees and yeah, it was, suburbs. And, that was L.A.? It was, uh, that was Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Yeah. And at that really? point, like that was just like, oh my God, this place looks incredible. And then seeing so many things over the years in TV and movies oh. just made me think like, oh, it's this magical place. You, and honestly, like as fucked up as it is, like I still think it's kind of that. Oh, uh, There is beautiful parts of it and the history is, is, is interesting. But when I live there, Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard is where like it's, it, it's like, actually sucks. Yeah. It's uh, disgusting. When I got there, it looked like Fallout New Vegas. I was just, it, it felt like it was just smells inhabited. Like um, I, I live one block on, on uh, Hollywood and Whitley. I live right about eight blocks down from the Chinese theater, you know, the Hollywood and Highland. And it was, at first I remember, this is so exciting. I'm in Hollywood, da 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 and there's, you know, stars running around. Hot and, fucking bitches. And then after after a, a week, and, and my apartment was built like 1920, and it was built by uh, Charlie Chaplin, the house actors he bought in from the east coast to cool. stay there so it was 10 apartments on each floor it was an old stucco building had a bathtub on legs and nothing was updated faucets came out of the wall for the mm-hmm. kitchen sink and a big porcelain sink but I'm, you, I'm in my room I open the closet door and there's an old door Puppet. about this big with a knob on it and it was painted shut so I got a butter knife and I went for hours scoring it to get the paint out and I, I opened it up and inside was a, a I'm thinking like Shemp's gold or some something cool in there, you know, <laughs> money from Charlie Chaplin's, all right. And here it opened up and there was a, a switch like Frankenstein that. <laughs> oh no way! And so I'm going like that with it. <laughs> nothing's happening. But I'm thinking there's a guy on the, the Hollywood guy, signs turning yeah, yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> you know, Holly fuck or something. Or there's a guy on an iron lung or. A, <laughs> didn't do anything, but but. I'm at, but you know what it was like. So I'm out there, like, oh, this is cool, and uh, like, oh, I finally did it. I finally, I mean, I'm out here, <laughs> and you're like, this, I, I did it. And, and uh, well, it was like living on the Wildwood Boardwalk. Uh, it was you could hear the excitement going by, but then uh, I look outside and there'd be uh, women urinating in the street. Yeah, uh, fights, screaming. Did you have yeah. to pay extra for that? <laughs> hey, this room has a urine view out the window. Judging by uh, the videos I watch on World Star, Hollywood Boulevard is currently where trans people go to prove they can fight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's trans Mortal oh. Kombat. <laughs> Tape your meat. <laughs> He's right. Yes. yes. He's, oh, every night though. They're Finish they then. <laughs> Finish. Yeah. Oh. Uh, get over here, Dad, dude. It's actually Sonya Blade now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, uh, I oh. haven't been Tom in years. <laughs> but. The helicopters would be always like looking for somebody. Yeah, and uh, and when they shine a light down, it it comes in your window sideways, and it was uh, 
I'm like, I didn't realize the first time I heard it. I'm, I'm laying in bed, but this wasn't the way it was in Philadelphia. They were looking for like a giant gorilla that escaped or some shit. <laughs> Did you feel this way? Because I felt living there, because I, I, I definitely felt this way visiting there, that there would be, it would alternate between moments of, this is fucking disgusting, and I don't understand how anybody could live here. Then, like, oh my god, this is the coolest shit ever. Like the yeah, first time yeah. that I went, I went with you, right? And we stayed at the Magic Castle. That was really cool. And a block away was the church um, parking lot where Marty McFly stopped his mom from getting raped. Tight. It's right yeah. there. It's like those are the kind of things cool. we've seen. You're just like, oh I think man. I drove by I uh, here. the Nightmare on Elm Street house when I was. Yeah, out that's there. there. Um, that's we. St- that Magic Castle is really neat. It's a, instead of like a comedy club, it's for magicians. And uh, we stayed there. It was actually a real nice place we stayed at. And they're, they're, they're what do you call it? Their continental breakfast in the morning had like donuts and Wait, shit. Wait, it's a magic club? Like a, like a- It's a hotel and then the magic club's next door. And uh, you can go see magic shows or the comedy shows. But they had uh, like a, that Vegemite from the song by Men at Work. Men at Work, yeah. They had me yeah. a Vegemite sandwich. Exactly. It's well, a children, it sounds like a children's cartoon <laughs> pimp. What <laughs> uh, was uh, our friend Dan Friel said? It was, uh, it was like ground up vegetables mixed with turpentine and filled with hate. <laughs> yeah, it looks disgusting. I don't it, want anything it to do was with it. Men at Work's one of my favorite bands ever. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. song. Yes. Don't, don't ever try to feed me Vegemite. It was <laughs> awful. And uh, but um, you know, it's 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 funny. Uh, you you go out there for comedy. You can make a little name for yourself here. Out there, nobody knows who you are. And you just got like we said before the show. You got to start over again. Start doing coffee houses and and uh, it's just it's very competitive out there. There's you know it's, it's uh, but so I go to open mic nights. Can uh, we talk about this on the Patreon episode? Sure. Sure. Before we switch over, um, guys, if you're not a, a patron of ours already, if you go to patreon.com slash dadmeatpodcast, you can join for a dollar a month, five, whatever the fuck you want to pay, you can get in. And we're going to transfer over there in about 10 minutes, and you can watch it live just like you can here. So just log in if you're already a member, sign up if you're not, and you can get right going right off the bat, and then join us live in like 10 minutes. Hell yeah. Um but it was a it's just a different world out there like i won't it's just crazy out there uh dude i i'm i'm so ready to talk more about like how we're never leaving philadelphia and i will i will die if you ever try to make me get out of here <laughs> i'm i'm so dude i'm so fucking my, my resolve is so strong right now i don't know about you are you well, thinking about moving uh i'm thinking about going away what the fuck? i'm thinking about going away to college by myself but we'll talk about that <laughs> on the patreon episode all right well <laughs> i'll just go fuck myself <laughs> all right we'll see you over on the patreon Hell Bubby yeah. bubs